Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so going to party. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of The Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we talk to your favorite actors and celebrities, comedians from film, television, music, comedy, and more. And I have been looking forward to this conversation for quite a while. Uh, We are chatting with uh, comedian Rachel Wolfson about Jackass Forever and just her amazing life and career that she's had. Uh, Rachel, thanks for hanging out today. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Sorry, I'm in my bedroom because I have three cats and uh, <laughs> that's OK. I wanted to be I wanted to give you guys my full undivided attention, although a cat just um, snuck in here. So that's OK. There might be some cat cameos. <laughs> I've had cats, kids, dogs, all of the above come into a conversation, Perfect. both on the guest side and my side. So it's all good. Uh, we're very laid back here. Well, I mean, I know you've been doing a ton of press for this movie and you've been asked, you know, tons of different questions about it. But so we're going to try and talk about some other things about your life and career that I think are very fascinating uh, and important for our guests and listeners to find out about. But I'll just get it out of the way. This has been a great film. It's been a great response. I've seen it a couple different times. Um, and, uh, everybody in this movie just does a great job. So we're going to skip the scorpion questions and just talk about now that the movie's been out for about a month or so, how does it feel to sort of have this done and, and be out there for people to watch? Uh, because the response has just been phenomenal for this film. Yeah. I mean, it, I, um, thank you so much for going out and seeing it multiple times. Um, that's what we wanted was people to go out, um, get to the theaters and experience jackass in theaters as we all know and and love experiencing it um i'm so happy it's finally out because we started shooting this movie before covid and um it kept getting delayed so i think it came out at the perfect time because audiences need to laugh now more than ever um and uh yeah there there we go we got a cat cameo that's okay Hello. <laughs> Adorable. That's okay. That's cute. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, um, I know from what I understand, this was supposed to come out like a couple years ago and it just kept getting pushed for whatever reasons that might be. And, uh, now it's out. I mean, you do such a great job in this movie and you've got the old school crew and then the new cast as well. And I know there's been a lot of conversations about that, but as a comedian, it it has to be fun to to be a part of this film. I imagine you just had a wild ride. I think you've been asked this before, but I'm going to ask, did you know a lot about this crew and all these people? I mean, I'm sure you probably watched a few seasons maybe before doing it, or were you super familiar with the whole thing? I mean, I was an MTV kid growing up, so I, okay. of course, watched Jackass as the television show when I 
I think when I was 15 years old, when it came out 14 or 15. So it was the perfect age to be introduced to Jackass. Um, and, uh, so for me, when I got the call to come be a part of this family and this franchise, I couldn't believe it. Um, but it also, to me, it made sense. Like if you would have told 15 year old me one day, you're going to be hanging out with this crew. I would have been like, yeah, probably, you know, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's such an honor um, to to be a part of it, and they're all so so funny, um, and it's such a cool opportunity and um, to be around these guys and to learn from them and and just get to, just to get to know them on a personal level as as I I grew up watching them in my living room every day for my childhood. So yeah, it's it's still very surreal to me. Yeah, I can imagine, especially when you get to meet people that you've been a fan of for a long time, a.k.a. this conversation or the millions of other people that we've talked to. It's always a lot of fun because you've watched their career. You've watched how things have worked for them and you finally get a chance to meet them. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, um, it's typical jackass form. And I think last year or the year before, Johnny and some of the guys released like an action park, a jackass-esque type movie. And we were kind of waiting for, is there going to be another jackass? Uh, and of course, there's this one. And it's just, you guys knocked it out of the park. All of you did such a fantastic job. One of the things that I find, of course, interesting about you is you're involved in comedy and things like that. And you've also been an influencer in the cannabis space. Um, if I understand correctly, you were kind of ahead of the game with podcasting and sort of knowing what that all was going to be like and about. Um, but what was it that interested you in becoming an entertainer and becoming a storyteller? Like, what was it that made you go, this is something uh, that I want to do and, and be a part of, you know, for the rest of my life? Um, everything, you know, it's it's weird. I ended up kind of in comedy and everything in my life that um, led up prior to that, it all kind of made sense. I, uh, you know, as a kid, I was in drama and improv. Um, both of my parents are really great public speakers. And um, it was just something that naturally came to me. I was a funny kid. Um, and I initially went down the route of, um, I, I did what my parents expected of me. I went to school. Um, I got a degree and I got, you know, I worked ever since I was 15, all kinds of jobs. I'm from Las Vegas. So the hospitality industry has always been oh, yeah. uh, near and dear to my heart and has carried me through some of the more difficult times in between gigs and whatnot. So I have a soft spot for um, the hospitality industry. And, um, I got to a point in my life in my 20s where I was working um, all kinds of corporate jobs and I just felt unsatisfied with um, there was just something missing in my life. I was always a creative person, but I never felt that I satisfied that um, part of me. So I just um, I was going through a breakup and um, I also uh, moved out to L.A. in 2013. And I tried to get into stand-up comedy for years before I actually did it. So, um, yeah, I was I was 29. It was in 2016. 
And I just, something inside of me screamed stand-up comedy. And I had been going to stand-up shows in as, as soon as I could, as soon as I could turn, you know, as soon as I um, turned 21 and got access to a, a comedy club near me. Um, so my early 20s, I started going to stand-up shows and it just, everything in my life kind of told me to just get on stage. Um, and so I got, I started doing stand up and I, I never looked back. Yeah. I mean, you've had a killer career. I mean, you're a very funny person and I'm not like, you know, gaslighting you, but it's very <laughs> true. Like in your Instagram, you know, and just your sense of humor and your style and your point of view. It's interesting because I think most people would be familiar with your family's background, you know, public servants and that sort of thing. When you decided to maybe go the opposite direction and do something totally different, um, how was that conversation? I always find that interesting because, like, they're living great lives, very well adjusted, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go be a comedian or an actor. Um, and uh, the conversation typically goes, like, one way or the other. You know, it's kind of like... right. Um, initially, my parents, like, were concerned and, and not very supportive in a sense of I think they thought it would be a phase um and my mom had always kind of echoed the the common uh, opinion that Hollywood is nearly impossible to succeed in and um and it is very hard industry to break through she's not wrong but um it was hard to hear that from your parents because you know they're you want to um you want to make them proud and you want their support however I think her kind of trying to talk me out of it motivated me even more to prove her wrong in a sense. <laughs> of course. You know, because um, parents just don't understand. And I just think that um, I had to, I had to do what I think a lot of people do when they're pursuing their dreams and their passions is kind of just block out the, the, the haters and the negativity, even if that means your, your parents and your family and your loved ones. Um, and so it was a lot of failing. I mean, it's, it's a lot of like, you know, um, it's a lot of rejection and failure that never goes away. Uh, however, there was a lot of validation when I started doing standup and really quickly. So that to me also said, okay, at least I'm in the right place now. I just need to learn. Yeah. Um, so I'm just on that. I'm still always a, a learner, a student of comedy. That's what I will forever be. Um, and that's just the goal is to just keep honing my craft. Yeah. Well, you're well on your way. I mean, there's no question about that. And just being a part of this film, have your parents seen Jackass just out of curiosity or are they like, we don't want to see what our daughter's up to. And <laughs> no, now they're very supportive of everything I do. Of course, Kayla's oldest time, you know, um, right. The money's coming and, in, the success, the popularity. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, Wow. <laughs> Why haven't you been exactly. doing this your whole life? You know, <laughs> they started seeing me in pictures with comedians they recognized. So, um, yeah, that um, now I, I took my parents to the Jackass premiere. Um, I wanted to watch them watch Jackass. And uh, my dad says it kept his attention the whole time. And my mom is is now they, they've become Jackass fans. Uh, my dad has Aaron's phone number. So he's like text friends with Danger Aaron. Nice. Um, and <laughs> And so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was probably one of the best nights ever is watching my mom and my dad and my sister 
watch Jackass. Yeah, I mean, what you experience in this film versus like everybody else. I mean, I don't know. You're it's still pretty intense. I certainly would not want to do that. <laughs> by any stretch but it's entertaining and uh the fact that this jackass franchise has lasted as long as it had and i didn't realize like i knew it was popular and things but i mean when i went to go see this one like the theater was just packed to the gills and this is after it had been out a few days so i mean you know i think people are always asking is there going to be another one but i think hey let's enjoy this one for a little bit because this one's hella amazing one last question, and I, I always like to ask this of the guests that I have the honor of speaking to and really kind of getting to know you a little bit better. It's sort of a two-pronged question, but has there ever been an influence in your life or somebody in your life, you know, some of the best advice that you've been given, whether it's in comedy uh, or just in the trajectory of your life that has sort of sustained you? Um, and, uh, sort of kept you going, you know, through this crazy journey that you've been a part of. Um, my, uh, my friend and, um, my friend, Eric Myers, he passed away in the last couple of years. He was one of my first mentors. He told me in terms of comedy to write every single day. So I do, I write every single day. And then I don't know who's the author of this quote, but, um, just fuck with people who fuck with you. I don't know if I can curse on your show. You're fine. That sounds like a Dave Chappelle quote or a Chris Rock. Yeah. Or, I, yeah. I don't know. I like it though. I think we're going to put that as the title of this episode. Cause it's true. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times in entertainment and any industry, I mean, you have to find your tribe. Um, at least like if you're trying to pursue something really difficult, there's going to be a lot of people along the way who are going to, you know, tell you you can't or you shouldn't or give you reasons why, but um, try to find the people who give you a reason to get up every day and keep doing whatever you're doing and stick close to them. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Fuck with people who want to fuck with you. I, that's totally great. It's true. I mean, with anything in life, whether it's the creative arts or comedy, being an actor, it doesn't matter. I think you want to be around the people that are going to support you, not discourage you, right? Because mm -hmm. nobody wants that, you know, because I don't I think Rob Deerdeck said that, you know, it's like surround your people in your life with the positive energy because it's going to keep you going. Right. Because if you have a bunch of downers in your life, you know, who wants to be around that? I don't. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Um, yeah. Just stay away from the energy vampires. I love it. Well, this is a great film and uh, Jackass Forever. It's in theaters now. You can still watch it. I think it's like still one of the most popular movies out right now and the things that you guys do my hat's off to you because it's wild and thank you for suffering your soul <laughs> for my sake and for a good laugh um and our also pain, our pain is your is your pleasure yes it's very true and there is a lot of freaking pain uh in this movie and a lot of male frontal nudity so you know just keep that in mind <laughs> but it's a lot of fun i mean if you like all the others in the tv show you're gonna like this and also We'll link your website, too, in our show notes so people can check out your comedy. Uh, and uh, we will see you uh, at a city near you. Rachel Wolfson, thanks for hanging out today. I appreciate it. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.